Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. Consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash Narcissistic Parents. I will put all this info in the show notes. And please give my podcast a five-star rating so it reaches more people that may need to hear it. Hi guys, I hope you're doing well today as always. I just want to do another reminder about the program that I'm working on. And again, I'm hoping to have it up and running in September. And again, I'm going to make the price affordable. Okay, I'm not going to break anybody's bank. I've seen a lot of programs for different things that cost a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. I actually have a a an acquaintance who put a a program together about for empowering yourself and not getting out of your way kind of thing and hers is three thousand dollars even for a friend she wouldn't put the price down so that's not me um i want to get my experience and research out to as many people as possible because that's what's helpful all right enough of that so what I want to talk about now is I talk about the covert narcissist a lot because my mother is a covert for sure. But is it, they're not just covert. They're also called communal narcissist because they use the community. And what I mean by use the community is they're most likely in a religious community where they are well known as being great people. Um, they might be just your actual community where you live. They may be well known as great people. And the thing is, is that they're great to everyone else and we get to experience that as their child right or as their romantic partner we get to see how great they are to other people and yet they come home and abuse us and how unfair that feels to us i remember growing up in new york city in a building, in an apartment building. And whenever there was a sick kid in the building, they would run to my mother. Because, I mean, this goes along with the narcissistic trait. She had the all-knowing medical person complex. You know, some sort of uh, idea that she knew how to deal with a sick child more than anyone else. And people 100% believed it. And they would run to her when a kid was sick with a fever. 
and she would go to them and and she would you know I don't know what she did you know I never went with her Uh, why would I you know I was a kid myself but you know she did she did whatever it is she did and people believed her believed that she knew better um she tried that with me even as an adult to give me medical advice you know if I had pain somewhere or if if I had any symptoms of anything um a lot of times what she did was tell me that it was anxiety related because I had anxiety of course she used anxiety as a weapon against me Uh, she told people I was crazy because I had anxiety um yet I'm not the one that ended up in a mental hospital for weeks because I was having delusions and hallucinations um yes I have anxiety but that doesn't define who I am I am a person with many qualities and anxiety is not one of my qualities it's just something I deal with so the communal narcissist has this army of people who see them in a completely different light than the truth completely different right they think that these are wonderful people giving generous kind and at home they treat the people that they live with you know depending on the situation i'm generalizing here you know i know that at home there's there might be a golden child that they treat better or but in general at home they treat these people like garbage right they treat them like garbage and So, they have this army of people. And and I really, I like using the word army of people because they're setting things up to look a certain way. Now, that's part of their narcissistic supply is these people telling them how great they are. And they do. Believe me, they do. Right? Church people... Go to them for advice if they're having problems. Um, the people, like in my case, in, in the apartment building would go to her to, you know, when their child was sick and, and she would help. And so she was a great person. You know, that's how she was perceived. And that's how these communal narcissists are perceived by the world. But communal narcissists don't only... They're not only perceived this way by the community, right? Part of their thing is also using this to their advantage, if anything goes wrong, to play the victim role, okay? So they victimize themselves all the time. All the time they victimize themselves and that's why I call these the community of people an army. Because if something goes wrong, and if that something is, you are distancing yourself. You've changed your behavior because 
you can't take their abuse anymore or something traumatic happened and you just had to run, right? Because <laughs> that's usually what happens. How we figure out that they're toxic in the first place is one of two things. You've always kind of known it and you just can't take the, you know, their abuse anymore. Their manipulation, putting you down, bringing up the past constantly, things like that. Or something really huge happens that makes you open your eyes all at once and you have to run. That's what, what happened with me. Um, I hope that's not what happens with you. I just think that probably figuring it out slowly and doing it slowly gives your mind time to adjust while mine kind of just exploded. I mean, it literally felt like an explosion to me the day that I found out I was not an only child. I had three older brothers. My Everything I knew about my family and my past... Well, you know, it's not my past. It's their past. But their past. Everything I knew was a lie. Okay, so back to the communal narcissist thing. And the victimizing thing. So they victimize themselves. So that when you decide it's time to protect yourself... They have an army of people that they can cry to. And say, oh my goodness... I can't believe everything that I've done for my daughter, my son, my whomever. And now look, they're not speaking to me. And now look, they're ungrateful after everything I've done. Right? And guess what? They have most likely been already saying lies about you anyway. To this community. Which you're probably a part of by the way. So then all of a sudden. You start to notice people are no longer speaking to you. Or they're acting strange towards you. You have no idea why. Right? You start to, to lose your friends possibly. And it's all because this communal narcissist has been smearing you without you know behind your back acting like the victim and it all falls into logical place in everyone else's mind it makes sense that this great generous person that they know is the person who is being victimized right as opposed to the truth. They're lying. What they have is a mask. They're covering up what happened, whatever it was that turned them this way, that made them this way. They're covering it up so that you people praise them and then they abuse the people they have around them. So they get narcissistic supply twofold, threefold, I don't know, fourfold, <laughs> however you say that, you know. It, it, it's amazing how that works. And that's not something that happens, just happens, people, right? It doesn't just happen. 
They have to plan this. Some of these situations happen over a span of years and years and years, 20 years, right? Where they're really setting up the stage for themselves and for you, okay? For them to look like the hero and for you to look like the villain, even though in reality you are a victim. Now, I want to talk about that word victim for a second. We're not victims, people. The minute that we recognize the person in our lives as toxic and the minute that we decide we are not going to take it anymore, we're no longer victims. Victim has a negative vibe to it. It means that we're being abused that something bad is happening to us, but we're taking control. All Every single one of us, if you're listening to this podcast, even if you're still in contact with your narcissist, toxic person, whatever, we are taking control, okay? Just listening to me is a step in the right direction. You are not a victim, I am not a victim. Even Survivor, it has a nice ring to it. Survivor is better than victim. But I want to think of myself as I lived and I've learned. And just because I was dealt this set of cards, this hand of cards, as opposed to another hand, doesn't make me a victim. It makes me a stronger person in the end. Okay? I want to feel that way. I don't always feel strong. I don't always feel like I'm not a victim. Sometimes I do. But I don't want to sit in victimhood forever. And I don't want that for you either. Okay? That's part of the healing. When you no longer feel like you're being victimized. I'm not being victimized. I let my mother go four years ago. And I've let a lot of toxic people go in that span of time. I'm nobody's victim. Now, I'm nobody's garbage dump anymore. And I've taken my power back. And I do this podcast Because I want to help others. And that's taking power. Right? And that's what I want for you. Now yours doesn't have to look the same way mine does. You don't have to do a podcast. Right? You can. Absolutely you can. But you don't have to do what I've done. You can take your power back in many different ways. Right? I talked in my last podcast about Going and exploring different interests of yours. That's taking your power back. Also, I mean, it is. Especially if it was something that this narcissist in your life told you 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 couldn't do or sabotaged you from doing it. Do it. Take your power back. Okay? We cannot let one person or several people dictate who we are, right? And 
they have dictated it, especially if your narcissist is your mother. Because she had you, you know, you came out of her body, and from day one, she was programming your mind. Programming it to control every aspect of your life from when you were very little, right? I became a teacher, and I I still to this day cannot tell you because I don't know if I became a teacher because I wanted to be a teacher or because my mother put it in my head, even as a child, that she was a math teacher in Cuba. That's where she's from. And all these things about teaching, right? So I still to this day don't know if I became a teacher because of that. And let me tell you something. This is not to toot my own horn, but I was a good teacher. I was. Unfortunately, a lot of circumstances just came together and it didn't work out for me. Because just because you're good at something doesn't mean it's what you should be doing. It's one of those situations. I was good at teaching. And I did teach math. I taught the um, lower level kids. The ones that needed the most help. And these are also the kids who hated math. And therefore had behavior issues. So it, it was difficult for me. To, to be a teacher, right? Even though I was very good at the classroom management, it didn't make it easy. It didn't make it easy. But I still struggle with that. And, and it's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm not a teacher anymore. But that's what I thought was my dream as a child and growing up. And I'm not sure it was. My dream I think it was her dream, and I followed suit, right? So, back to what this is about. I mean, everything I say is connected, right? If I'm talking about a narcissistic parent, it's going to be connected to every other topic. Now, with my program, what I want to do is do things in order, right? My podcasts are kind of scattered And I take a topic and I talk about it for 20 minutes. And then, you know, I take another topic and I talk about that for 20 minutes. But I want my program to be not just informational, but transformational. I want it to be where I can pass my experiences on to you. And not just the experience, but to help you along your path, whichever your path is, you know, even if it's low contact, you know, honestly, low contact just doesn't make sense to me unless if you're not living with the with the narcissist, yes, low contact can work very easily because, I mean, you're not living there. It's it's. For the people that are stuck with their narcissist, that's a difficult thing um, to handle. I mean, the best advice I have there is has always been have a plan. Start start getting a plan in place to leave. 
Otherwise, you're just going to make your situation worse and worse. And the longer you're in it, the worse you're going to be. But anyway, back to the communal narcissist. So, I don't know how many of you can relate with the communal narcissist. Like I said, these are also covert. They're, they're pretty much interchangeable, right? The covert and the communal. Um, and, you know, it's horrible because we end up being the ones that are shunned from family, friends, and everyone else because they've been setting the stage up for themselves for many years with these people as these great people. So, of course, it makes sense. Who, who, who would be the guilty one here? Of course, it's, it's not them. It's you. So, I hope that that gave you a little bit of insight. If this has happened to you, if you've gone to church and all of a sudden everyone's looking at you funny. Or if you're walking in your neighborhood and people that normally say hello to you turn their backs to you. It may very well be that, that this person has been smearing you. Especially if you change your behavior towards them. They're smearing you. For sure. They're smearing you. Alright guys. I hope you know that this was helpful. I hope that some of you can relate. I know that not all of you. Because I know that some narcissists are very overt. And of course overt and covert narcissists can change. From one to the other. Right? Be completely overt one day and then go back to being doing the covert traits more than the overt you know openly uh, obvious narcissist so i hope that this helped in any way and i'm always open to suggestions so please go on my instagram page you can send me a dm i always respond to my dms and give me suggestions of what you want. I've either already done a podcast on it or I will do a podcast just for you. The last podcast I made before this one was a suggestion from someone and, and I did it for them. So um, I will do it for you as well if you want me to do a podcast on something. All right, guys, I am going to say goodbye for now. I hope you guys have a great day. Be safe. Be very, very safe. And until next time.